Hello, and welcome to Always More Nerd, where we take a break from the infinite possibilities to talk about the news, reviews, and previews of all things comic book, sci-fi, fantasy, and anything deemed nerdy. Today on the pod, we are talking about DC Super Fails, Phase 4 Rankings, Holiday Special Review, Ahsoka Rumors, Upcoming Projects, and so much more. But first, I'm your host, Tim Lichty, and sitting next to me is my man who is rooting for a messy tomorrow in the FIFA World Cup Final, nice. Jordan. What's, What's going, going on, bro? I'm good. You know, how you doing? Doing all you know, right, man. Everybody's doing good. It's been a minute. It's been it, a long time. It's been a minute. <laughs> and, and joining us from the uh, the northern land of Wisconsin, correct? Yeah. Uh, it is yeah. it is Justin. How you doing, sir? Uh great. A little little bit cold. You know, if you hear a space heater kick on in the background, you know, just 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 roll with it. Okay. All right, man. <laughs> uh so if you have not listened to or maybe you just never even heard of this before, always nerd always more nerd. We like to uh look, I'm a I'm a geek, I'm a nerd, I like to talk about this stuff, but always more nerd is kinda like a separate space for that. Yes. And so yeah. uh but we haven't done this in six months. And I'll take Six the blame months? for it because it's just been busy and things are, I think, crazy for all of us. We've it's all been, been crazy busy. for, yeah, definitely. Six months, right? Or five months? It's around there. That's a long time. Was it July or August? I think Somewhere July was July. our last one because I think Thor right. was our last review. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 So it's Dang. been, it's been a while. Yeah. Got some right. stuff to cover. Right. So uh, we're going to dive right in, guys, and talk about uh, some news uh, and we're not going to do too much because, like it's, like I said, we've been gone for five months, so we're not going to cover everything. Yeah. But the big thing that just came out, we're not going to cover the lead. We're not going to bypass it. Mm-hmm. And that is DC's takeover and merger, I guess, with Discovery and what that has now meant for essentially the Snyderverse. Mm. Um, so despite not being played by Henry Cavill, co-CEO of DC Studios, James Gunn, has confirmed that Superman will be in his and Peter Safran's future plans. As the films will focus on a younger version of the character, Cavill, Henry Cavill, the man, the myth, the legend, who's played Man of Steel for the past, well, I say past 10 years. He's been the guy. Um, he is yeah. not going to be attached uh, to portray Clark Kent, uh, according to a sequence of tweets made by Gunn on Wednesday, this past Wednesday night. According to later sources, Gunn will pin the script for Superman film himself. It won't be an origin narrative, but it will concentrate on a teenage Superman as he enters Metropolis. Here's a quote from uh, James Gunn. Among those on the slate is Superman in the initial stages. Our story will be focusing on an earlier part of Superman's life, so the character will not be played by Henry Cavill. But we just had a great meeting with Henry, and we're big fans, and we talked about a number of exciting possibilities to work together in the future. Ready the bleep button, because what the f*** is going on here, guys? Look, 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 look. Here's Tim, Tim, you have the floor. Okay, look, look. I'm I'm just going to say this. Look. Some reports are coming out because I've been hearing things from like uh, who's who's directing and writing Wonder Woman. Um, what was her name? Uh, I don't know. Patty Jenkins. Yeah. yeah. It, it sounds like it is going to be a hard reset. You had mentioned something about The Rock on following DCs. Yes. I, Apparently. I, Ooh. If, did if not this, know that. If this is true, this makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. Like if it is a hard reset, like you are truly yeah. turning everything off everything everywhere from Zack Snyder, then I'm at least understanding of where you're going from here. Yeah. However, that being said, Henry Cavill is Superman. There's no way around it. What I don't understand is why not, I think there should be a creative way to still bring that back in because he is, it's like, it's like if they were to do this in the middle of phase two for, with, with Tony Stark. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, or somebody like 
Tom Holland, like they just take him out, right? Even though he's like damn near perfect as the you know character, like it's stupid. It's, yeah, it's hey, I. Here's the thing. Here, here's my thought. If they want to start with a younger Superman, I'm okay with that. Like, I don't know if you guys have read Superman Earth One. Oh man, oh, this yeah. is weird. I'm recording in my home. It's literally. Oh, you have it right next for the viewers. He said, oh, yeah. in my Earth home. One. You know. Fantastic book. Uh, this is volume two, actually, um, by J. Michael Straczynski. Highly recommend uh, reading both. I don't know if I have volume one. I let someone borrow it. I don't know if it ever came back. But uh, yeah, I like is I like that take on Superman. Also, another early Superman story is Superman Birthright by yeah. Is that Mark Wade? Uh, it's been a while. I don't remember, but. I'd love to see a younger Superman who is less sure of himself, mm-hmm. uh, how strong he is, how powerful he is, and also just trying to establish his morals, you know. And that all depends on, you know, whether we have his parents being alive or dead, which is always varied through continuity. Yeah. Um, and I think that that would just really give us like a a really great starting point because if we could see Superman become that big beacon of hope to like build a universe around that because you know i'm tired of dark bro like <laughs> batman batman can be dark like yeah. the batman yeah. i think was a great point to be like yeah this this is dark um but it's not i didn't feel like i wanted i didn't want to die leaving right. the theater you know after that it's like he he becomes like a gotham version of like a beacon of hope yeah and fear at the end of that it's like but the dceu i think it's i think it's beyond repair right. i think flashpoint is because they put all this money into it, they should release it. The universe gets reset at the end of that, and and you just go from there. You just go from there because you can't recover the DCEU. It already no, has. That's a good point. So many, so mess. many continuity issues across the board. Like there's no cohesiveness. It's like uh, the messiness of the '90s when you've got comic book writers writing stories and they're like, "Ah, shit, I wasn't paying attention to continuity." So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Wolverine's in space and he's on Earth at the same time. <laughs> Except the Wolverine who's in space is actually a scroll because he was replaced by Apocalypse. And you know, like <laughs> all of that and all of that messiness. That's kind of what the DCEU has been. Um yeah. and honestly, I'm over it. And I like Gal Gadot. I love Henry Cavill. But the other thing too is Henry Cavill, he's I mean, he's great. I want to see him in everything. I want the MCU to pick him up. I want him to be Hyperion or Sentry mm. or Captain Britain. Mm. I want him to be someone ridiculously yes. powerful and great. Um, but that probably will happen. Yeah, it's it's got to. If yeah. you're Kevin, I mean, come on. <laughs> and he, he's such a huge nerd. I can't imagine right. him not talking to Marvel. Um, but like, I really just want to see a start fresh, and I want to see more of like what the MCU did. And I think James Gunn has a really good grasp on that by not like the DCEU, I think really messed up by picking all these big names, a lot mm. of older, more established actors and Marvel really didn't do that for no, their main right. roles. They started with a lot of younger people who were really good actors, but didn't have that fame, whatever. And that also allowed the longevity of Iron Man was 2008. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like now we're in 2022, going into 2023, and the MCU is still going. We still have characters from that first phase who are still functioning. Right. But I think if we start all over with Henry Cavill, what do we have left? A decade? 
Yeah. I would before he becomes an old Superman and we have like a king and then we gotta go a kingdom come storyline. Well, something see like that's that. that was my that's my frustration. Like I, I don't blame James Gunn for doing this because it's the most logical thing to go. If you want to build a brand new DC universe, this is the way to do it. Yeah. I was gonna be super pissed if it was just Henry Cavill, but since hearing some of these other things, I'm like, okay, it look, it sounds like he is gonna start over. Yeah. But I did wish, like, maybe, like, just give us one more film with him. Like, give us something yeah. spectacular. I don't know. Because it was just announced, like, what, in October, right? That he was coming back? Like, well, and that, that's all Warner Brothers. Like, well, here's, know? wait, when when was James, when did he start? Gun? Yeah. Um, two months ago, right? But he must have filmed that Black Adam um, shot yeah, way before that. Way before. Had to be. Oh, before yeah. 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 It just made me really mad. There's, I don't know. There hasn't. DC's made me mad with a lot of things, but like I, I texted the group. I texted you guys, and I was mad, like furious. Oh yeah, I hate it. I have not been that mad at DC for a very long time. Well, and this is this is all textbook Warner Brother executive. Like this would not have been a problem had they had their shit together years ago. This is a this is years in the coming mess and yeah, James coming feel, in is cleaning it up and I'm I'm good with that. I am genuinely happy about that. Yeah, I, I think James Gunn's getting a backlash for having to fix a mess that he inherited. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I did say he was an idiot. <laughs> James Gunn, yeah, if you, you ever did. see this, I do apologize. I was just... If it was just Superman, I would agree with you. Yeah. If it was just Henry Cavill, but if it is everyone else and it's totally, yeah. a, you know, starting over, then I understand. I get it. I'm not happy, but I uh, get it. Yeah. Um, Definitely got to get rid of Pat Flick, you know. Oh, yeah. Love Ben Affleck, but man, no. No. Yeah. Isn't man. he supposed to be in um, Flash? All the, all the I, Bat... I How many Batmans are in that movie? Oh, no, it was... I thought Flash was... Uh, Keaton. Well, him too. I think he's both. I, I've heard Maybe both. I've heard early reports that this is like it's going to be bigger than like um like Spider Man. Um, uh, oh yeah, with the cameos and whatnot. Yeah, I mean that makes sense for Flashpoint, but you know, right? Who knows? When does that movie come out? Twenty four. Bro, could you imagine? Never. Hold on a second. I just realized something. If they are, if this Flashpoint is like saying true ish to the comics, we could still see Henry one more time. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Not in a very great way, but we would see him. We would see him, yeah. Actually, you know what I would love to see is, like, the Flashpoint, like, super skinny, right. like, prisoner Superman. Yes, but no, about. so not even, not Henry. Henry's way too big. I want to see, like, gosh. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a built like Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that, but I think that would be cool to just be like be. this weird, like emaciated <laughs> Superman floating around. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's move on, guys. That was our big thing. So these next few things shouldn't be that big. But um, guys, let's talk about Ahsoka. Uh, we have an Ahsoka show coming out next year, and I'm really stoked. Um, so making Star Wars Insider claim that Ahsoka will actually resume up where Star Wars Rebels left off, which a lot of us has kind of already we've assumed mm-hmm. with Rosa. Uh, Rosario Dawson's Elder Ahsoka, who lived in the Mandalorian era, delving into the world between worlds, which was the first established in Rebels. Um, so for those of y'all who don't know what the world between worlds is, it's a realm in the Force that basically is a bridge between time and space and provides gateways for people to go through. Um, super funky, super weird. If it is in live action, it is going to be bonkers. Yeah. Um, it makes sense in animated, but it's it's something we haven't really seen in a... I mean, other than like variants and everything with Marvel, it's 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 pretty out there. 
It's like it's like an actual space that you can see and go in time and everything. Mm. Um, so in Rebels, Ezra Bridger, uh, I guess spoilers if you've never seen this, Ezra Bridger pulled Ahsoka into uh, the world be- the world between worlds where they were almost attacked by Palpatine or fleeing uh, from a dangerous confrontation from Darth Vader. Uh, it would be reasonable for Ahsoka to use the world between worlds to attempt to, to locate Ezra after he vanished in outer space at the conclusion of Rebels. If reports are accurate, the Ahsoka series will see just that. Ahsoka Tana will, however, revise her own chrono- chronological chronology as she explores the world between worlds and gets glimpses of herself in other historical periods and alter alternate realities. So there is another, this is reports, there is another young actor playing Ahsoka Tano in Star Wars Ahsoka and is neither the brilliant Rosario Dawson or actress fan favorite Ashley, is it Eckstein? Eckstein? Eckstein. Yeah. Uh, who, yeah, who played the voice of Ahsoka. Um, and so basically we might see Variant version, or like not variant, but just different timeline versions of Ahsoka, and get yeah. like different live action actresses to play her, which is super cool. Um, I'm all for it. You guys, I know Mando is coming up. We're gonna be talking about Mando soon, but uh, I'm really, I mean, Ahsoka is like my n- number two favorite Star Wars character. So, any thoughts about this? Just pure excitement. I'm writing. Um. Yeah, I want to see more stuff moving away from. Skywalkers. I mean, definitely it's still going to be tangentially, you know, attached with probably a Luke appearance in some capacity and probably a force ghost of Anakin. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, let's be real. Why Why wouldn't they have one? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think, uh, I don't know. I'm excited to see see more. See more right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who, who, who's the actor who's playing Ezra? I'm really excited to see him oh, on screen. Oh, gosh. I forget his name. You know what? Didn't he play Aladdin or um, no, 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 no? They that's who people at fan cast it. That's right. Um, I don't. I can't remember his name. Or I'm googling it. Well, while you do that, I I am really excited to because Dave Filoni. This is like he's uh, he's not show running it, but he's definitely involved in it. I think. Yeah. But I'm just really because this is like for everyone who's watched Rebels, for everyone who's watched Clone Wars, it is fun to see this all come out and come out into a you know live action form. I'm really hoping to see a Rex. If I don't see a Rex sometime, I mean it's not hard because you know uh, what's his name? He would do it. Um, the guy oh yeah, who, for the guy, sure. The guy who plays Boba and uh, Rex, I guess. Um, so yeah, it's um, Aman is Fondi. Okay. I'm probably ruining his last name. <laughs> What's he been in? Um, he was in King Richard. Okay. Um, and Robert Rodriguez's film Red Eleven, which honestly I don't want him in <laughs> touching my Star Wars anymore. But you know, cool. All right. Well, that's it for Ahsoka. And last but not least, um, let's talk about Blade. Um, uh, guys, it's one of those films that I, I've been excited for because it's a character that I think is, I mean, we've seen him a few times in the past, but obviously that was a different era of Marvel. Um, but Blade is about to venture into unknown territory. Last week, it was widely rumored that Jan Demange, Demange uh, had been chosen as the new director of the impending Marvel Studios relaunch. Uh, along with such rumors, there were rumors that the Burbank-based production company intended to change the production tone, making it the darkest entry yet in the franchise. Now, here's where it gets confusing, though. While it won't be R-rated, bloodbaths like the Wesley Snipes movies ultimately became, Kevin Feige's production company is seeking to go with, quote, a, go 
but with a darker tone on this film than other MCU projects have been in the past, according to Justin Kroll of Deadline. Um, so here's the question is, if it's not rated R, I mean, are we... That's not, yeah. It, are we... Are Because we, we know we're getting a Deadpool that's rated R. Like, yeah. that's happening. So it yeah. can happen. Um, are, are we just... Is this another multiverse of madness? Like, what are we? What are we saying? Gonna say, if it's not rated I, I R, then that, what is it? Well, like, I don't think that we need to be rated R when it comes to vampires. Like, canonically speaking, in comics, when you kill a vampire, they kind of just go to dust. Yeah, but when so, they kill, that's usually yeah. When they kill, so you can you can get a lot more violence in there without having. Like you can come closer to R rating without having to hit that level of like you can do dismemberments in Star Wars style where it's not bloody yeah. or whatever. So we can still keep it darker. We can add some more horror aspects, um, and they can you know play around with it stylistically like they did with uh, Werewolf by Night and have some like mm. really gruesome fight scenes without it being necessarily R rated. You know, you got. I think if you have a good director on the scene, you will. You can get that horror, get that visceralness without yeah. necessarily uh, having to be blatantly violent. Yeah. yeah. Right. I agree. We'll see. It, it is definitely, because wasn't the Batman 13? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, they could pull off the tone, and I'm really ho- hoping that it's not just a Kevin just saying this just to get things riled up and yeah. everything. I really do hope it does a d- darker tone, but Same. yeah. All I right, think so, because th- they've been playing around with different genres more. Agreed. Yeah. Did you guys, and this is a sign up, did you guys watch um, Werewolf by Night? I have not finished oh, yeah. it. Dude. I have mm. like 10 minutes. That left. was solid. It was solid. It's so good. <laughs> it Besides solid. the 10 minutes, I have not finished, but yes. Yeah. All right, the guys. The ending's great, too. I love it. What was that? I said the ending is great, too. Oh, I just yeah. love the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap this first segment up, but don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back to talk about reviews of Guardians and Phase 4. We'll be right back, guys. All right, everybody. We are back here to talk about uh, some Marvel stuff. Because, I mean, Marvel is just... It's a machine at this point. It just, here, here's the thing about Phase 4, which we're about to talk about in a second here, is you people think, like, man, I feel like there hasn't been much Phase 4, but if you look at all the projects, there's a lot of shows, which takes up a lot of time. Yeah. So as far as screen time goes, Phase 4 was huge. Pretty big. Pretty big. Biggest phase, right? It's the biggest, right? I, I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if by runtime it is. Yeah, like including shows and right. movies. I, yeah. I think so. For sure. Um, I mean, phase one's definitely the shortest. Phase two wasn't huge. I think it had what, five movies, maybe six. Mm-hmm. Phase three was close, but I think I think you might be right. Phase I think four. phase four might be the biggest. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't feel that way because not that much has really happened in the grand universe scheme of everything, or at least as far as we know yet. Yeah, as far as we know. Yeah, I think... Can we actually touch on that? Yeah, a little yeah. Bit? yes. Yeah, so, I mean, that's one of the things I see online, you know, when I feel like people want in-game levels of connectivity that took a freaking decade to mm-hmm. obtain uh-huh. already in phase four, whereas phase four is basically like phase one all over again. We're introducing uh-huh. tons of new characters. We have to lay the groundwork for what the world is. Yeah. Um, because like civil war couldn't have happened without everything before it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people are missing out on. And it's like, Hey, 
if you want to have movies of that caliber, we have to build up all of these origin stories. We have to make you care about all these characters. We have to understand the nuance to right. have the kind of conflict that, like, you can't put Civil War on screen without having seen everything Cap went through and everything that Tony mm-hmm, went through. Mm-hmm. So I honestly think that Phase 4, it's been planting so many seeds, if you know where to mm-hmm. look. between miss marvel and the 10 rings connection we already know the 10 rings are some weird alien artifact i am 98 percent sure that unless kevin feige is trolling us super nerd comic book readers that (laughs) miss marvel's bangle is a nega band you know which are tied to the creep that came off of a blue corpse right it's gotta be it's got you know (laughs) and we had Switching places, which did y'all see that Kevin Feige confirmed that they didn't switch places and they switched oh. bodies? They switched bodies? Yeah, I, I read that. I read that literally, I think it was last night. Oh, that's going to be that interesting. It's a, a freaky Friday situation, not a. Uh, like we switched places. We actually switched yeah, bodies. Wow. Which Why? is also, again, Nega bands in the comics. Rick Jones, who used to be like Hulk sidekick. And Janis Vell, who was the son of the original Captain Marvel, that's kind of how they function is they have a pair of negabands and they switch places. Only one of them's in real space at the same time. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, there's so much interconnectivity. Yeah. yeah. It's all going to play out in really great ways. And I think that people just need to be patient. Right. And we've just been ruined by the high quality of mm. the end of phase three. And we want that now. Right. Mm-hmm. But we didn't get phase three without one and two. Uh, and I will expand on, on that. I agree with you. We, we have to keep in the mindset that they are not restarting, but they are, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's refreshing and it's and it's it's the closest thing to restarting. Mm-hmm. Of course, you still got some phase one characters coming back and or characters from the first three phases or what are they calling the um, Infinity Saga. Yeah. Um, but also too, I would say, Justin, what we saw in phase four was a lot of a lot of backlash f- from people who from polit- from polit- let's just be honest but political ideologies mm. a lot of people are bashing certain phase four products because they are quote unquote woke or uh, whatever else woke. and so that's usually tied into all this like oh wow this isn't like phase one like guys yeah. we didn't hear about Thanos until like the last movie yeah. of phase one Indeed. and we hardly even saw him barely so like literally we didn't see him in action until Guardians right like yeah. we didn't like Is that the whole like I'll do it myself and he got the gauntlet was that it well that like, was that was the end of the first Avengers right like that was it but like actually like see him like in any kind of action like moving around, like actually in a movie, really, yeah. until Guardians, where he's like, you know, get, trying to looking. He's he's looking for um the Power Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we see Kang already. Like we've already spo- like you said, we're kind of spoiled here. Like we already got Kang. I mean, we saw him in Loki. He's going to be an Ant Man. Granted, that's Phase Five, but like he's we know who he he's around. We know he's the big baddie, and he's already making some waves. Yeah. Thanos, yeah. as far as we know, we didn't really see any of that until like no. the end of Phase 5, or excuse me, Phase uh, 2, Phase 3, really. That's another thing is like why people, you know, like you were talking about, people are complaining like where's that next, like he's here. Right. He's just not, you know, I think people, I talk to a lot of people like, I would, I would guess like the average MCU fan doesn't really understand that he who remains and his other variants are like, you know, terrible. Like they're expecting he who remains is like the villain. And they're like, he's, what did he do? Like, no, you, <laughs> you have no idea. Like how many variants this dude has been like, it's, 
it's going to be nuts. Like, yeah. And it's like, which also I want to touch on too with that. Yeah. That his appearance in Loki, I mean, it was so long ago, but like that was such a surprise to be like, oh, wait. We got him already. Hey, mm-hmm. It's King. Yeah. I mean, because He Who Remains is a character, and we knew that there was someone at the end of time mm-hmm. as like a comic book reader, but we weren't necessarily expecting, oh, wait, it's a King variant because we weren't expecting to see King until Ant Man. So getting him in there and him explaining all the seeds and the undertones of what's happening. Yeah. You know, how that opened up the multiverse for things like Multiverse of Madness and Spider Man. And, huh. <laughs> you getting a light bulb? <laughs> I just had this idea of like, what if all of the projects that we've seen thus far with all of our new characters aren't necessarily in the same timeline? Ooh. Ooh, homie. Oh, no, I don't know if I like that, though. I do, but I don't. No, uh, no, no. But like, what if, be... it, what if it, it's still relevant because it comes together in... Yeah. Oh. <sighs> In the Avengers movies that are coming up. Yeah. But like, what if, because you know, one of the things, you know, a lot of people complain about, also, I hate the complaints like, oh, where's, where's Captain America when there's a giant celestial coming out of the ocean? (laughs) Man's on the other side of the world. What's he going to (laughs) do? He's a human with a freaking vibranium suit. Like that's all he's got going for him. Like, yeah, bro, like we aren't teleport. We don't, they don't have teleporters or whatever. It's like, you're there. You're sure there. <laughs> government investigations after the fact, but like, yeah. What What's Captain America going to do? Throw a shield at it? Come right. on, bro. Yeah. Try to lift it out of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, let's let's do this. We're talking about Phase Four, so let's let's do our Phase Four rankings. So, uh, like we said at the beginning of the show, we haven't been here in like five months. So, there's been three projects that we haven't talked about yet, really in full. We talked a little bit about Miss Marvel. Um, but we're going to do a phase four rankings. So we're going to start at 14. We are excluding what if and the guardians of the galaxy holiday special, because while they might officially count, I don't think they are. I mean, I guess guardians will more than what if, but in my brain, it just doesn't fit in the same way as everything else. It's, it's a special like, and so, um, but we're going to start at 14 and uh, I'm going to start with Justin, and we'll go around. So Justin, Jordan, then me, and we'll kind of go around. We're going to speed around through, like, the first few, and uh, we can banter a little bit if we want. But, I'm sure we are. Uh, Justin, <laughs> what's your what's your, what's your worst of the worst for you? <sighs> Honestly, Thor. Wow. Oh, okay. Actually, no, I take that back. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my list. My list is, <laughs> is messy. I forgot about Black Widow. Black Widow. <laughs> okay. All right. That, that was so long ago. I legit forgot. I know, dude. Um, I'm going to go with She-Hulk. What? What the fuck? I want to go with uh, She-Hulk. Okay, mine. Uh, and, and, not that it was bad. It's just that the... I, I, I will say this before moving on. There is not a single project on here that I did not enjoy. Yes. However, Besides, I agree with Justin here. My number four. the bottom one. <laughs> <laughs> My number 14 was also Black Widow. It's just forgettable. He it's actually just, got up. It's just, like, I don't remember. You thought that bullshit. <laughs> Black Widow's better than she. Yes. What? 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 Yes. How is Thor better than She-Hulk? How is Doctor Strange better than She-Hulk? She-Hulk was... For many reasons, bro. Many reasons. <laughs> many reasons. She-Hulk was such an excellent representation of 
her character in the comics. It was f***ing hilarious. Like, bro. I agree with you. It's just at the bottom of my list. <laughs> oh, my God. That would... All right, moving along. Oh <laughs> Justin, <laughs> there. Justin, which number 13? Hey, Jordan, what's at the top of your list? No, don't say it. No, yeah, come <laughs> no, on. I want to know. I'm going to put it in no. number 13. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you, you no, actually I'm wouldn't. kidding. Uh, it's probably Thor. Probably Thor. Okay. I feel that. Uh, it's Thor for me, too. Uh, don't hate me, but it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, I Maybe I just... I, I hate I, you. Oh, yeah, we are on the same team for this. Oh, yeah, we I, do, I, we I do think, not... I think yeah. last time we talked about this is I wanted to like this more than... I, like, I wanted to like it. I really wanted this to be on the top of my list. But, man, it just wasn't vibing with me. There were a few standout episodes that I really enjoyed, but as a whole, um, it just kind of fell flat for me. Um, not to say I didn't enjoy it and that I didn't like... I'm really excited to see Anthony like take on his own movie, and I think that will be fantastic. But maybe just between the pacing and everything else, it wasn't for me. I think it would have been better as a special or something different. Um, but yeah, respect that. Okay, all right, we're causing some uh, ruffles already. Number twelve, Justin. I'm upset. Uh, probably Doc, Doctor Strange. Wow. Wow. Okay. I have. Which I really enjoyed that movie. Right, but and that's the, like Strange. I said, that's the thing we have to understand here. Like, we're not here to cause a fight here. We we all enjoy oh, these Justin things. Justin was damn near ready to cause a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he's on the other side of that camera. He probably would push me off the chair. <laughs> Jordan, which number twelve? Uh, it's gonna be Black Widow. Okay, <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, Thor was my yeah. Okay, all okay. right. I'm all right. Off the cuff right now because I'm trying to above read. Thor. Come on, bro. Thor was. Cr- I did not like Thor. I did not. I mean, wasn't Thor at the bottom of your list? It's after Black Widow, though. Oh. Like it's higher. It's higher than Black Widow. Okay. <laughs> My number twelve was Hawkeye. Um, I'm not a huge Christmas movie fan, but like this one was, like I said, it had its great moments, and I really enjoyed seeing Kingpin in there. Um, but the the timing of everything was super just awkward to me. And so it was okay. It was all right. I'm not complaining about it, but it's also not at the top of my list. Uh, Justin, number 11. Um, Eternals. Okay. I'm close to that. I, I get it. <laughs> Jordan. And Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. Uh, my number 11 was Miss Marvel. Uh, it was fun, and I really, I think the thing I enjoyed most about this show was the lack of it being super superhero-y. I really enjoyed the character building in all of this, and I loved hearing all the lore and everything. Um, but yeah, not bad. Agreed. Justin, number 10. <sighs> Probably Miss Marvel. Okay. Yeah. Jordan? Miss Marvel for me, too. And my number 10 is a swap with you, Justin, is Eternals. It's a movie, and then it was okay, and I'm not excited to rewatch it, but I'll rewatch it eventually. So, uh, Justin, number nine. Um, here's where I start getting controversial. Moon Knight. Oh, wow. That did piss me off last time we did this. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to say anything because I don't know how to feel about this. Jordan. <laughs> uh, I have Eternals. Okay, so we're, we're, we're all somewhat close here, I guess. Yeah. Um, number nine, right? My number nine was She-Hulk. Um, and 
not because I did not enjoy it and not because Wait, uh, we're at nine? I'm missing something on my list. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, wait, no, I like I can't count. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> uh I enjoyed She Hulk. I really did. I really loved also having Matt Murdock in there. Um but there's something about movies too. That, that's the challenge with doing shows and movies all on the same list. Is unless that show is spectacular, it's not going to go super high on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, so She-Hulk number nine, uh, number eight, Justin. <sighs> See, this is where my list starts to get complicated because I don't know. <laughs> so I I got a block, and in my bottom three of my blocks. Uh, I have Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, and She-Hulk, which are all kind of sitting in the same spot for me. Mm, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm confused. I think I have uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, same. Doctor Strange for my number eight. Yeah. I think I just really enjoyed, because it was the first time we truly got into the multiverse, and that was just super oh, yeah. exciting for me, and... You know, everything else was super kind of choppy and messed up for me, but I really just enjoyed that. And of course, seeing um, John Krasinski as number or as a uh, Reed Richards was fun. So, number seven, Justin. Um, same thing. Falcon, Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, She Hulk. I got them all tied. Okay. Jordan, Moon Knight. Moon Knight, man, you guys are giving me no love for Moon Knight. My number seven was Thor. Um. I, mean, I like Taika, but this film was just I think he gave himself too much freedom. Like it yeah. was like it was like too many jokes, too many I don't know, side and the quips. pacing was weird. The pacing yeah, was weird. Super weird. Yeah. Yeah. All right, number six, starting to get a little serious here, Justin. Is it those same, same three? thing? Yep, that's the last of three. Okay. What'd you say? Strange? And some of the Falcon Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, oh, okay, She Hulk okay, tie. Yeah, okay. Uh it's low key for me. Wow, okay. Mm. Uh, my number six is WandaVision. Mm. And it's starting to get tight here, but yeah, WandaVision. I mean, it was, that was the, was that first phase four? Yes. But it was a special something, man. Like that was in the middle of the pandemic and it was the first Marvel project we got. And it was definitely, man, it's, it's, it, you got everyone, everyone talking in, in the Marvel fandom. Um, all right. Here we go, number five, and we can kind of dive a little bit deeper if we want to and argue a little bit more. Justin, what is your number five? Uh, number five for me is Loki. Interesting. I'm going to go ahead and just skip Jordan and say that's also my number five. Um, dude, it was a good one. It was. All right, Jordan, what's your number five? It's supposed to be Moon Knight. Uh, I had... Uh, Got a mix, mix yeah, match here. Got a mix match. Hawkeye is supposed to be at ten, so yeah, it's Moon Knight. Okay, yeah, Loki was dude. That was just, it was really well paced. I enjoyed the magnitude of it all, and it was the first time that we got to focus on not an anti-hero. I don't know if you call Loki an anti-hero, but it it, it truly kind of because I'm looking at all these other projects, we haven't had a full on villain show or movie or anything Mm-mm. so that was exciting to see and see his character development and i am super curious to see where this goes in season two for loki because we know that's coming around the corner um yeah yes it's gonna be great yeah all right number four justin what you got wandavision wandavision very nice yeah okay wandavision okay uh my number four was moon knight dude that show was all about messing with your brain mm-hmm. and 
Uh, it's basically, you know, seeing the Batman of the Marvel Universe in a way, and I just, dude, I super enjoyed it. That was really low good. on your list, though, Justin, wasn't it? Which one? Moon Knight? Moon Knight, yeah. It was, it was, was mid table. Like it right? was right below the last block of shows. Okay. But, I mean, the shows were all mostly, like, they all hit differently, and I, I liked them all. So, like, not bad. Not bad at all. Yep. Yeah. All right. From what I can tell... We all might have the, the same, same top three. three I'm, right. I'm assuming it's going to be in different order. Yeah, um, should be good. So let's let's figure it out. Justin, what's your number three? <sighs> I I don't know. Like those three, man. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and I have different reasons I, for it. Like, yeah. it has nothing to do with the quality of the film necessarily. No, literally, I wrote this list. And I'm looking at it, and I don't agree with it anymore. <laughs> like <laughs> that's where I am. I know. I'm like, kind of like, put, should I move this around or? Uh, yeah, like it's we all know it's Shang Chi, Spider Man, Black Panther. Black Panther is the most fresh, and so that's kind of sitting at the top of my list. But I also cried a lot in Spider Man too. You know, like both of those movies, like just got they, you in the feels. They did. Was that was that but your three, two, one? Yeah, uh, but I don't know. I don't know what that <laughs> order three, is. But Shang Chi just got. It was so fun. And, like, no one expected no, right. that level. Like, it came out of the gates like, hey, we're fun. We're hilarious. No stupid romance subplot. Right. And it just expanded the world of the MCU in such a way that, like, we didn't see coming. No. No. Yeah. Shang-Chi is also my number three. Shang-Chi is also my number three. It's just, it, you're right. Dude. It's just so much fun. Like, the action scenes are stellar. Yes. Like, the bus scene is just Chef's kiss. Excellent. Oh, like you, you, we have not seen anything really like that except for maybe Civil War. Yeah. And, and we got Razor Fist in the movie. Come on, right, bro. Yeah. Like, right. insanity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I agree with you. Okay, so here's where I'm assuming we all have our number one and two is Spider-Man and uh, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Justin, or, yeah, Justin, you just said Black Panther number one, Spider-Man number two, correct? Sure. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I don't know. I got Spider-Man at number one and Black Panther at number two. I'm the same way. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because I think Spider-Man just delivered a better movie-going experience. Yeah. But now that I say that out loud, Black Panther did too. Shoot. Both of them did. They, they... I, I think I think Black Panther suffered a lot in some of the... Uh, the um, not the spacing, but just... It felt long in the middle, like the end of the second act. It felt mm-hmm. really long. Yeah, the pacing was, you know, yeah, it was kind of. I'll say that, but I really enjoyed both. Yeah. Yes, agreed. Like we're not nothing's bad here. Nothing. No, nothing's, nothing's bad. bad. That top three, it's yeah. just nitpicking. Nitpicking. Okay, well let's let's do this then. We're we got a little bit of time. Let's talk about Black Panther. What did we What did we like? What did we not like? What did we What was the overall feeling and vibes? Um, I feel like, and a lot of people don't agree with this, but I feel like they, the way they went out with, um, T'Challa's real character was, I liked that. Um, I didn't expect them to start it off like that. Mm. Um, which kind of wrecked me. <laughs> well, um, who doesn't like that? Cause they, they're wrong. They're well, wrong. that's it. Cause you know, like, you know, uh, Ryan Coogler, he like, he also, he, um, he obviously like talked to the family and like, what was the best way to kind of mm. do this, you know, with Kevin Feige and uh, Chadwick's family. And I think um, that was like, 
Ooh, not me getting choked up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was uh, it was great. And I think doing it in silence was like mm. most like that was the beginning that, and the end. Yeah, like it was that, it oh. was like, yo. Like with movies, you usually uh I would say most movies usually tie with a song. They do like some type of track to, you know, get people crying and whatnot. Like it was just pure silence. Mm. And yeah, that was the top for me. I think that really reflects just how deafening and sudden Chadwick's de- like real death was. It was such a shock to the world. Like there wasn't like this um, crescendo, like to where we knew he had cancer and we mm-hmm. knew this was coming. There was no musical crescendo. There was no real life crescendo to this moment that was going to happen. Yeah. It was just like a band aid, and it was just just shocked right everyone. Yeah. And so I think they really reflected that both in the movie, based on what happened in real life with Chadwick. Yes. Oh yeah, like the the uh, my gosh, but just like the the face, the, the the panic, like her manic nature as she's like trying to figure out a way to save him. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that to me, it just hits so real because it's like, I mean, if you ever experience that grief and it's like you're not rational, you're not functioning well, you're in this moment of panic because your worst case scenario is coming true, and then it hits. And then reality just shifts and nothing is. Yeah, man. Like I, it, it took me back like to, you know, experiencing loss and it hit in a way that no other MCU movie hit me emotionally. Yeah. No, great. It was great. Yeah. I, um, and like the overall film, I have no real big nitpick, so I don't even know what to say from here on out other than this. It was, it was a beautiful film. I sure did not see the queen dying. I did not see that. No. Um, oh, man. I, I, I did, but I was like, they're they did not that, they did do that, that, that to the trailer. her. <laughs> and they did. Yeah, they showed and that And I was shot. like, if she died in such heroic way, she is the queen of the most powerful nation on earth, and she dies saving some broke ass kid from, <laughs> like MIT like yo I'm like that was a a testament to our character mm-hmm. to be like I'm gonna die to save this child because she has so much more potential to offer the world rather than seeking to preserve herself and yeah she's trusting her child to be able to do what's best for the nation right you know and it was yeah and I like and a lot of people um again com- complaints and what they did not like about it. Um, I I liked it. I, I mean, I think everything that they did was great. And the way that they redirected that, especially Ryan Coogler, like completely rewriting and functioning o- around that. Um, but nobody was, I mean, everybody was kind of like, oh, there's no credit scene. There's no, you know, this is the end of a phase. Where's that next uh, teaser to what's happened? Like, I feel like it was pretty teased. Mm-hmm. enough in the movie if you watched it like what uh was it gonna be armor wars um there was a lot of hint to that um and i don't i don't know why i think it's so funny because i think this is exactly what america would do in real life <laughs> like this oh, is exactly sure. i was like yo let's just go into a war like <laughs> that we we know we're gonna well i'm not gonna lose but they're gonna be ignorant they're gonna just like you know we have the biggest and baddest um but they don't, and that's I think that's what's going to be interesting in uh, Armored Wars. Are and we, are we going to see that conflict play out more with having characters like um, Captain America mm. 
who's working for the government, yeah. who has a suit that was given to him from Wakanda. Yeah. And then you yeah. got Bucky. Like, the whole arm. And the Thunderbolts. Mm. There's so are much. Are the Thunderbolts going to get thrown at Wakanda? That, yeah. There's so many threads there that we already have existing and built up that we might see some really fun conflict play out in the backdrop of the next phase. Yeah. Yeah. I am excited too. What do you guys, I wanted to hear y'all's thoughts about young T'Challa and where do we think that might go? Um, cause my first instinct or my first gut reaction was young Avengers. Like we might get it sooner than what we thought. Mm. Um, just with, with, I mean, he, he's still young granted, but I feel like it's kind of, there's just so many, there's so many of these young characters that are coming out that I'm like, man, if they're not getting to it now at, Phase six, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I like the way that they did that. Um, I definitely saw it coming midway through the movie. Um, at that scene where they were trying to honor uh, T'Challa. And she was like, wait, she said, I have something to tell you about your brother. And then Namor, oh, the yeah. Namor showed, up, showed up. I was like, he has to have a kid. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, Nakia being away from Wakanda for six years, like that's not weird. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's like he definitely, he definitely did something. Yeah, you know, um, young T'Challa, I think will. I like that we're establishing a new T'Challa because I think he's an important character, yeah. and I want to see him in the future. And by him being young, that means we can cast T'Challa. If we don't need to touch him for eight years, right? And yeah. you know, we can wait till all this stuff plays out, and we can have a new T'Challa, a new Black Panther. Yeah, there's no I need to rush. He it. Is an important character. Yeah, and we can have honestly one who's a little bit more comic accurate than the one we had. I want to see a smart, arrogant king. Mm. You know, I because his in the comics, the kind of his intelligence is up there for like Reed and you know Tony. And I want to see more of that, you know, and having, you know, the sister to help, you know, build that up for him, I mm. think would be good. because um, I'd also love to see the political conflicts that play with a character like T'Challa being both an Avenger and the king of a foreign nation that is not always in alignment with the U.S., where most of the other Avengers reside. Um, but I also don't think we're going to... I don't think we're necessarily going to see a young Avengers. I know there's been a lot of lead into that, I feel like. But as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, everything's playing out at the rate that real-time actors are just getting too old to be mm-hmm. realistically a yeah. bunch of kids. And I think maybe it's like, we're just building up more. So the next generation, because I mean, like what's his face? Paul Rudd is in his fifties. Are you, you sure? Know. <laughs> Anthony tell. Mackie and Couldn't Sebastian tell. Stan got to retire eventually. So having these new captain America type figures, you know, we had an Eli Bradley appearance. Mm-hmm. We've got, you know, Cassie, we've got, Maybe King will lead us to an Iron Lad. We've got Riri. Um, like Don Cheadle's, man, Don Cheadle's old as yeah, hell, bro. <laughs> like, you know, so it's like we have all of these established characters who are eventually going to have to phase out. So I'm wondering if rather than building, it might be Young Avengers, but I think less from like the comic perspective of a mm. bunch of teenagers and more like we're just the new young next generation of right. superheroes. Yeah that they have to realistically establish to make us care about them when all of these old people retire and or die in the future secret wars. Yeah. Secret points. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think a pretty good ranking here. No, no, like, no, like super big surprises for at least on top uh, in the middle and the end kind of mine. (laughs) I enjoyed it. And I loved, I loved, I loved because I immediately got pissed when 
you know, she in the middle of what She Hulk's uh, finale, where you have all these people showing up. I was like, yep, this is the normal. <laughs> this is the normal. This is the normal. <laughs> it's like, yep, this is expected. Like, who else is gonna show up? Hulk's son gonna show up too? Yeah, like, let's do it. Like, um, and I was really confused. Like, I I don't think anything. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, I don't think Marvel <laughs> did anything like like anything like this to where it's like, what the f- like fuck like. I thought my Disney Plus was like acting up. I was like, Tia, oh, did you dude, touch something? Great. Yeah. I was like, are you sit on the remote or something? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and seeing her like crawl out of the screen, I was like, yo, this is this is good. Yeah. This is this is good. And I like the whole. Uh, and Kevin. And Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Yeah. I loved it with the hat and everything, and him hinting like at the, uh, like, hey, you need to <laughs> go back to your regular self, <laughs> uh, but we can't show you because we don't have the money. <laughs> Or CGI, and it like the VMX team has moved on. Yeah, and it has like the Black Pan, uh, like the Wakanda song in the background. It kind of tease. <laughs> that's what they're working on. Um, no, that was that was great. Um, that saved it for me, honestly, because I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I'll leave it at that. I don't wanna... But also, Daredevil just showing up at the end. Yes. Yeah. For the yes. fight, and just him, just like being like, also the dropping out of the sky. Mm-hmm. Where there's nowhere to drop out of the sky from mm-hmm. was the most comic book thing ever. Right. No, I because sometimes people are like, "What are you swinging from?" Like to Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man. Like, right. <laughs> no, th- that was truly that was the joy in She Hulk, and maybe I should have listed a little bit higher, but that was a joy in all because they were playing on so many tropes and on so many things they knew was going to happen because mm-hmm. of this show. Yeah, it was just so perfectly laid out and planned out. It yeah. was a joy to see that like final episode because it's like yeah all you guys that are complaining and like giving this show shit mm-hmm. they knew it they know you or, so or well just marvel in a whole too right like, right phase four yeah. yeah yeah it was just but also even just like the little things in the episodes the avengers <laughs> like uh, apparel um all the um man the Iron like man even threes. just like the the, the side plots <laughs> Like, cause that was the thing that really got me. Like the, uh, oh man, the Mister Immortal, you yeah. know, just jumping out of the window. I'm like, <laughs> that, yep, that tracks. <laughs> you know, it was, it was all very, it's very good. Yes, I, yeah. I liked it a lot because it didn't take itself seriously. Right. We're not. A lot of people complained that it didn't move the world forward. Mm-hmm. And I was the thing I liked about it was like, right. you don't need everything to be some sort of. We're building this new world. Whatever, mm-hmm. no, just just have fun. Right. Just have fun in the world, and I and I want more of that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Before we move forward, let's let's. I'm gonna ask you guys this: What is and I don't know how many things are slated, but what is your most anticipated Phase Five movie or show? Um. Oh. Cap. Captain America, the new not Cap. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Or honestly, the Marvels. I probably say Ant Man. Ant Man or Marvels, I think, I think, is going to be the biggest world. I think Ant Man's going to break up, break open a lot of it. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. That's I feel like that's going to be our driver for the phase. Yeah, yeah. That's going to bring in like all the cosmic, you know, weird stuff that leads to mm-hmm. your big conflict. I think that's really going to start painting the picture for people and is going to help us see like some of the interconnectedness mm-hmm. probably fantastic for references if we're talking quantum realm mm-hmm. because i feel like there needs to be some tie to everything that's going on when we eventually introduce them yeah. um i am interested to see how that all plays out with 
the delays around Fantastic Four and Blade and how that affects the overall plot. But Captain America, I'm just really excited to see how that plays out. Yeah. Yeah. Ant-Man, it doesn't make me as excited because I just know that it's going to be something that's going right. to be. Yeah, I know what you're it's like, I don't have the anticipation of what are we going to experience. It's like, oh, okay, this is going to be a fun, good, you know, whatever. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, I think we've got time for one more thing in our main segment here. And let's just talk about it's holiday season. It's December. It's the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the joy that was Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. You know, you, you, Justin, you spoke about She-Hulk just being like a non-moving show. This, this is that. I mean, granted, it had one little thing that kind of made the um, the universe a little bit more interesting with um, uh, Mantis and yes. uh, uh, Quill being brother, half brother and sister. Yeah. But other than that, it was just a fun little holiday special. You know, yeah. sh- special. Bacon. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. I mean, you got Kevin Bacon in there. Nothing can go really go wrong. No, no. Um, it was funny. Bro. And the music was surprisingly good. Like, yeah. I was yes. not expecting that. I was like, whoa, this is... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think my favorite part about the whole thing, as I was watching it, I was just... It was like I was watching it, like, in full Christmas mode. I had the Christmas tree light lit up. I had a fireplace going on. Mm-hmm. And I was just watching and just chilling, like... Like, I was expecting to it just go by, but, dude, I was laughing, and I was just enjoying the whole thing the whole time through. Yeah. Like, I really, like, if this was his own movie, I wouldn't be disappointed. Yeah, especially, like, the whole Mantis and Drax thing, like, going to Earth and, like, looking for him. Yeah. Looking for Kevin was just hilarious, bro. It was <laughs> insane. I loved it. Yeah. Justin, any thoughts about it? I mean, it was fun. It was great. Um. <laughs> I do have to throw in my usual caveat that I'm a little bit disappointed that Mantis is what she is in the MCU, <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, with that being said, that will end our main segment, but don't go anywhere. We're going to talk about a few upcoming things that we have seen trailers for and uh, give our thoughts and predictions. So we'll be right back. everybody welcome back from that short break we have four projects to talk about that are upcoming in both marvel and star wars because i'm leaving dc i'm boycotting dc for i don't know how long uh <laughs> i just man a long time uh i don't know i don't know how i'm gonna do this like like i said i know that things will get better if they keep james gunn doing things but I'm, I'm just not happy <laughs> Like James Gunn, we like I know. All right, we have three Marvel things and one Star Wars thing. That starts with uh, some Marvel. Let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy three. We got our first trailer for it like a week or two ago. Um, we saw some things that we knew were coming. Uh, we got some vibes from it. Uh, what are we feeling about Warlock? It looks dope. No opinions yet. Yeah, it, we only have one glimpse one of him. Shot, no, yeah. <laughs> no voice, anything like that. He looks cool from did, what I see. Did he look like you thought he would look? Pretty much, but he's a weird character. So, like, anything they do with him can pretty much be like in line with his comic book behavior. Because I can't, we don't have enough time for me to even explain Adam Warlock and all the shenanigans that go on with him. <laughs> <laughs> Are are we expecting? Here's a here's two part question. Um, are we expecting any kind of tie-ins to any other cosmic level 
Marvel-ness. Are we expecting any tie-ins with Marvels? Are we expecting any tie-ins with potentially Thor? Anything at all? Are we think this would be a standalone James Gunn is going to kill all the Guardians at the same time? Like, what are we expecting? I don't here? think James Gunn is going to kill the Guardians. Gonna kill I think if anyone dies, it'll be Drax. Rock Drax, I can Drax definitely, he wants to go anyway, yeah. so I can see that. Yeah, I mean, he's talked about, like, you know, just the challenges of just being older and trying to... He said that he doesn't think he could physically do the role for another movie, yeah. which I get, because man's in his 50s, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like to kill off someone, it's got to be Drax. Um, I think we might see some tie-ins to maybe uh, Eros Ooh. and Pip the Troll. You know, oh. floating around it, in the cosmic space, maybe some loose Eternals ties. I was about to say, uh, yeah. Everything that they started building on there is also nowhere is the head of a dead celestial. So, yeah, who knows? Indeed. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't I know. know. I feel like it has maybe, the potential to connect to anything. Like that. Yeah, exactly. That's the guy that I can't so tie much. it down to one. One thing I think the Eter- if anything there's I don't know I don't know that's the thing <laughs> it's kind of hard because they're they they kind of tie in with anything if they want to. So what I liked about the trailers they really did a good job of making you kind of believe that anyone could die. Yeah. Obviously it definitely makes you feel like R- Rocket's gonna die, yeah. but does anyone else in this room think that that's just a like a lead like a false like red herring like maybe it's not gonna be him like it's gonna be Drax and maybe like I don't know Quill or something I don't I, know I think it's either or to me. Rocket or Drax? I don't think they'll kill kill Rocket just because. I think the other thing with Rocket is Rocket is a character who's easy to keep around. Right. You can recast his voice actor if you have to, and you can still have Rocket. Yeah. yeah. You know, be Rocket versus any of your other live action characters. Same with Groot, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Rock- <laughs> and Rocket and Groot have been a duo outside of the Guardians for a while. So it would be cool to be able to see them down the road even if the guardians break up like they do um if they plant seeds for a nova movie which i'm hoping mm. they do because mm-hmm. i love me some richard Ryder. um gosh gamora was in this trailer right writer yeah. Okay. uh <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah no i don't know i don't know so like yeah i don't i don't see rocket dying but well, I could be wrong. Well, he he said, James, if I'm not mistaken, said that this is going to be the last time we see this group as Guardians. So that makes us believe there, there will be another Guardians of the Galaxy team. So here's the question. Who do you see in this group staying, and who do you see as a potential newcomers in the Guardians? I think Rocket and Groot would stay. Um, newcomers, I'd love to see... Um, Nova. Uh, also Moon Dragon, who in the comics is Drax's daughter, but you know, her backstory is messy. And maybe another Marvel like Philavel. Um, her and Moon Dragon are a couple in the comics. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I love to see some of the more like current Guardians as well as just like more obscure guardian characters. Mm-hmm. Vance Astro would be cool. He's a future version of Vance Astrovic, who, who is an Avenger by the name of Justice, mm. who's a mutant. But oh. the future version of him, future alternate timeline version of him, has 
Captain America's shield as well. Mm. Makes him a interesting character. Yeah. Yeah. Do we see uh, Star-Lord Peter Quill still being a prominent figure in the MCU going forward? I would hope so. <laughs> I I think so. I mean, yeah. I don't see I can I feel like it could go either way, but Chris Pratt still a big name. Right. Throw money at him. He hasn't done anything to make him to make it seem like, "Oh, I wouldn't be down for doing this again." Yeah. 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 All right. And they're so sporadic, we don't see a lot of him, so it's not like exactly. it's restricting him. True. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 comes out in 2023. Um, moving forward, we talked a little bit about this earlier, but let's talk about Ant-Man uh, in Quantumania. Um, this, it feels like it's going to be the biggest film in Phase uh, 5. It's the, be- it's the beginning of Phase right? 5, right? Because we're not catching any other... Both of the Avenger films aren't happening until Phase 6, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, correct. And... It's the beginning of Phase 5, right? They're I think out. so. This is going to be the big... I'm trying to think if there's any other bigger like universe-building films in Phase 5 because Fantastic is not until 6. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't even have Wait, a what is Secret? What is Secret? Phase 5. I was going to say, we need like a... Yeah, hold on. All right, we're going to figure this out, guys. Phase 5. We're going to do this on the show because I don't want to edit this later. So you're just going to listen to me uh, talk this out while I type it in phase five, Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We have, uh, okay. Loki. Stop talking about. Okay. Loki. We have Ant-Man. We have guardians. We have the Marvels, which that could potentially be a big universe. I don't know. Maybe Captain America. That I feel like that's going to be pretty, well, I don't know. What about New Secret world Invasion? order. Thunderbolts is I mean, a blast. Yeah. Blade is that still on track? Twenty twenty four. I I think they bumped it down because yeah. originally it was supposed to be November of twenty twenty three. I think. Yeah. yeah. We have um, Secret Invasion, which that that's gonna be a big show, as a show though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and uh, Armor Wars is gonna drop at some point as a movie. We got Loki season two. We have Ironheart season one. Echo. I forgot about Echo. Uh, Agatha. Covenant. Is anyone excited for Echo? Eh. No. I mean, like, I don't. She wasn't a compelling character. No, no. and that's a problem. Like, it. Yeah, it, I needed. I needed more of her in uh, Hawkeye to be more invested. But I'm just not yet. Like, I'm gonna watch it, but yeah. Um, yeah. Agatha. I'm the same way with Agatha, though. Like, I I really love the character and I really love the actress, but. For whatever reason, I'm not excited for it. I am actually excited for Agatha. I think Agatha they're going to use as a vehicle to open up more of that weird magical side of the MCU. Yeah. Um, Because, I mean, she's been a big character for that in the comics. Obviously, her incarnation here is way different. Um, But I think having her can open up things to dealing with more ghost rider kind of touching some of the Solid. stuff from Shang Chi or any of the weird mystical, magical dark, and really just exploring more of that world and building more lore. Mm. Um, and I think that'll be good because that could give a backdrop to establish other things without necessarily having to do all that world building yeah. initially. And then the last thing on this list for phase five was daredevil um, for Ooh. phase five. So, but back to my original point, nothing else that I can tell is really going to be as 
at least universe driving forward as Ant-Man. I don't think. Um, though Marvels could potentially. I think Loki could too. Well, Loki. Well, yeah, Loki. Um, okay, so back to what we were talking about. Sorry, that's a tangent. Uh, Ant Man. What do we think about it? What do we feel like is going to happen? Is is the uh, immortal Paul Rudd going to die? Is uh, is he, here's something I heard from someone. I can't remember who I heard it from. So sorry if I'm plagiarizing or whatever. Um, but I heard a lot of rumors that instead of it being Doctor Strange, that um, oh. Peter, not Peter, what's his name? The character's name. Um, Ant-Man. Uh, Lang. Scott. Uh, Scott Lang. Yeah. yeah, that he might be kind of the more of the Tony Stark leader type of character mm. for Avengers, which I don't know. I'm not totally against it. Mm. Well, he will be the most, like, well-versed person, like, to take head on, like, quantum, you know, anything. And if that's where the threat is... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at least this threat of Kang is coming from. Yeah, I could see it. I, I could see, I could see, um, uh, Sam and uh, Lang being the Tony Stark Captain America duo mm-hmm. in in the Avengers. I, I could see that happening. Yeah, because I don't think Doctor Strange is a big leader. He's obviously powerful, but he's not a leader. Yeah. Spider Man is. You know, we don't know how that's going to play out. We don't. Um, so. I mean, because you kind of need someone to kind of have a little anchor on moving forward. So, I mean, what do you think? Mm, I don't know. Because, I mean, if not them, who else? Yeah, I mean, um, you don't have Chadwick. I, I would have said him. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. You know, we don't necessarily... I mean, I feel like Sam is your best bet right now as a leader. We can see who else plays out, like as things play out. Um, but yeah, the only thing with Scott is Scott isn't that like super scientist. He's just a smart thief, you know, <laughs> which, which is what makes Scott's character, Scott's character, which is great. Yeah. But I'm like for that coming conflict of universe ending, it's like, I don't know. I don't even know if we necessarily need to have that dynamic. And honestly, I think that could play into losing Mm. is that there isn't a great Avengers team or, and that could lead into what the universe becomes after secret wars because the King dynasty could happen because there is no unified protection of earth or reality or whatever, Mm -hmm. because we already know Carol's super headstrong doing her own thing. Sam's focused on earth doing his own thing. The guardians are just chaos. They're still, functional at that point you know so it's like and then you have wanda you know who may or may not be alive who is just a wild card of universe ending proportions you know so it's like you've got all of these random powers that aren't unified and like the sorcerer supreme is wong you know right honestly he's the only one i think who could (laughs) ironically enough he might be the guy like he might be the dude who's just like all right guys we got to get our shit together (laughs) yeah but he's not a great leader (laughs) But he wouldn't do it in like the most heroic way, like a Steve Rogers would. But he would be the guy that just he would just portal everywhere. It's like, all right, guys, let's let's talk about this. Like he would bring the team together. <laughs> oh no, no, he would bring um, Doctor Strange with him to convince people. Yes, <laughs> yes, like, this is for real. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, wait, wait, we know you. 
We don't know you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts or any guesses about what might result from this movie? Like, what are we expecting? Like, we obviously feel like this is going to move everything forward. Any thoughts on how? This guy um, could die. I don't know. I think we will. I would love to see, and I don't know if we will see this, is multiple kings. The thing I would really love to see is, like, see a king. It's like this massive threat and this massive conflict happen, and they're like, okay, this isn't going well. And then another king shows up, kills that king. <laughs> and it's like, all right, hey, so now we're going to talk about what I'm going to do. Yeah. And it just like really like, shift the game of like, oh, we had this bad guy who we couldn't handle with. And this other version of him showed up and killed him. <laughs> right. And we definitely yeah. can't deal with that guy. You know, so I love to see more. I just want things to be messy. Right. I want people to die, get ex- disintegrated, different time streams. Mm. Give me the chaos. I want it. That would be a good lead into like the whole Avengers film, like because maybe it, maybe it's a mystery. We don't know which variant it is, but there's like these different versions of him that are fighting to be the big bad one, and it's leading up to all right, how are we going to fight whoever's going to end up on top? And I, I could that could be a fun lead up to the Avengers because isn't um what's his name the director for Shang Chi isn't he directing one or both of the Avenger films? Yes. I think he's doing Kang. Yes. I don't think anybody, anybody. They're trying to get Ryan Coogler to direct Secret Wars. Ooh. I've heard that name being thrown around. Interesting. Yeah. I can't believe we're getting both of those movies in the same year. Yes, movie stellar. I nope. don't. They're a part now. Oh, they are. Yeah, they moved them to twenty-five and twenty-six. Dang. Oh well. At least we get as close. Yeah. It's just like Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. All right. Any other yeah. thoughts about Ant Man? Nope. Mm. Uh, nope. it, it is a good thing there's still a lot of mystery the trailer didn't give us too much um, which is good we we don't want everything to be spoiled actually this, did you even watch the trailer Justin you're not for, a big trailer for man yeah yeah no I, I usually do the first teaser it's all the other stuff that I don't do okay okay because yeah. they don't lie to you with the CGI and I'm I'm here for it I just want to get a vibe see what they're going for see how many versions of the logo of Ant-Man they're going to put out because there's been like five yes yeah um, but yeah so I watched it but I probably won't watch any others. Okay. Um, All right. Well, last uh, for the movie, Marvel movie, Marvel movies, mm -hmm. say that quickly, uh, is Mm -hmm. Spider-Verse. We we got a trailer two days ago? ago, Tuesday. Um, Yeah, Tuesday. And they are... Dude, it's it's Spider Verse for sure. Yeah. There, there's full on. Spider-Man. Yeah, it's like Grand Filming Central Spider-Man. Station of Spider Man all in one place. And um, what are we feeling for this, guys? Um, I love it. It's all. I feel like we're gonna see nearly every version of Spider Man that I, we yeah. could see. Like some of those costumes, I was like, "Hold on, I got it." <laughs> Take a minute to remember where these is. This is from. Yeah, like the Doc Ock Spider Man was there from Superior. Um, his second costume as the Superior Spider Man was in there. Um, there's May Parker. Um, not. Yeah. yeah, May Parker, the child. Yeah. Um, Annie Parker from a different timeline where May died and Annie was the second child. Um, and Mary Jane also has spider powers. Yep, all of them just floating around. It's great. I think it's Issa Rae looks pretty cool. Her character, uh, Spider-Woman, she looked pretty cool with the afro. That was dope. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I do wonder which Spider-Women we will see, Spider-Women mm. and mm-hmm. girls. Right. I know there's some legal 
shenanigans with some of them, like Jessica Drew's in Weird Limbo. Yeah. Because she's she's a Spider Woman, but she's the only Spider Woman who doesn't have like normal spider powers. And uh, Jessica Carpenter's weird, but we don't have time for that. Yeah. Uh, but like Jessica Drew also was initially a Hydra agent. So she's in that weird legal space between Sony and Marvel. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to come with some agreement, kind of like with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. That no, looks good from the trailer. Yeah. When is that coming up? Is that like end of next year? Was it summer? Summer. Summer? Okay. Yeah, summer. I'm excited for it. I mean, yeah. It's just the possibilities, right? Just, yeah, it can. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I might be just in twos. I, I don't think I'm going to watch any more trailers for this one because I think I want to be. Uh, yeah, I really want to see some surprises in yeah, this one for sure. Yeah, it's uh, June second. Okay. Yeah, and for them to show all of that in just like the first trailer, mm-hmm. so, who knows what they're going to pull out of their hat? Yeah. So yeah. All also, right, like just like not understanding why they're fighting Miles. I'm like, great, right? Yeah, yeah, that too. I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I just want to go in and just enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. And last but not least, uh, we're going to break away from Marvel for a little bit and talk about Mandalorian Season 3. That is starting on March 1st, if I remember correctly. Um, And I want to talk about it because we haven't talked about Star Wars in a while. We decided to skip Andor, which is fine. uh, But some people in this group haven't watched it yet. And um, Rude. I know. Yeah. if you haven't watched it yet, you should. But uh, Mandalorian Season 3 comes out soon, and we saw the first trailer a couple weeks ago, um, and it's pretty much everything that we are expecting Mandalorian to be based off of what we saw at the end of Season 2, and that is returning to Mandalore, and there being some kind of conflict between Din Djarin and Bo-Katan, and who's going to take the throne and how is this all going to play out? And now that we know based off Boba Fett that Grogu is back there, there's going to be there. I'm curious to see where the plot really comes in and carries things away and what we're going to see from Grogu. Are we going to see any other characters come in? Is there going to be tie-ins with Ahsoka? Because that comes out too. Is that next? Next year. I thought it was. I can look up like, when that comes out. Is that- uh, yes, it's supposed to come out also in 23. Like summer or fall, I think. Yeah, hold on. So that comes out. I can't remember if it's before or after. It says yeah, late. It's after, man. After. Okay. Um. So, yeah. What are we, what are we feeling? I, <laughs> I watched that trailer one time, and then I was like, I can't watch it again because... I don't want to spoil things for me. Um, I have a lot of feelings. Um, you know, I feel like what I think another thing that might pop up is uh, Sabine. I'm hoping uh, so. From Rebels, because, you know, her family was had some degree of power, but also she's the one who gave the Darksaber to um, Bo-Katan. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Siri. Um, and we don't know how Bo lost it. Right. It's the other thing. Yeah, Moff got and, it somehow, but we don't know how that happened. Yeah. yeah. But because she didn't win it in combat, she would have never been accepted as, like, the right. ruler. And then she lost it in combat. So e- even then, it's like since she lost it, she might not even be accepted where she didn't win it back unless it was through some great conflicts. So I think we might see some really – her not having support um, from the rem- – and then there's the remnants of Death Watch and how that's all going to play out. Mm-hmm. And the armorer. 
Mm-hmm. It was still kind of a big deal because the armor's helmet implies that she sided with Maul. So right. it's like there's all these plot details as to who is she. Um, there are some theories, um, which I'd have to explain to Jordan because I don't think he's seen all the shows. I have not. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, so yeah, we, we won't okay, even touch yeah, those. We'll retouch that. <laughs> well, that's just but, the thing is in all this is like we – Based on what we last saw with Mando, he it seemed like he was still very sought to be a part of the watch and be a part of that. You know, he hasn't. He, he's he, there's some veils lifting and some things that he's been seeing as like, okay, maybe this isn't all there is. But he hasn't come to like a full on. Oh, I don't have to go to your rules and do your things to be a Mandalore yet, uh, or Mandalorian yet. Mm-hmm. So it's I, I am curious to see how fast that transition may or may not happen. Whereas, will he try to, you know, will he try to take the throne? Will he try to, in, in order to get back into the watch? But now, but he, from what I can tell, though, he doesn't know the whole history of everything. So I'm wondering how he's going to no. react to all that history. Yeah. And I think we'll see a lot of internal conflict because he's kind of going through almost like a religious deconstruction. Exactly. You know, yeah. Where, where he takes off. You know, he takes off his helmet for Grogu, and then it's like, oh, well, now you've broken the rules, and now he's trying to get back in. Yeah. But I feel like as he comes into contact with the various aspects of Mandalore and just the rest of the galaxy, he's going to really have some sort of, like, existential crisis. Yeah. And I think it's going to revolve around that. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited either way. Um just, I'm also just excited in general for where Star Wars is going right now because it's kind of like it's kind of like She-Hulk, where there are some big things, but nothing is like moving it in a huge forward direction. Like, oh, we're now getting Star Wars outside of the Skywalker saga. Everything is still inside this, but it's not like it's not driven on Luke Skywalker. It's not dependent on these characters that we know in the movies. Um, I'm really excited about the. Um, Oh, uh, what is the other show that's coming out? Um, uh, at, uh, trust me, a acolyte. Um, that yeah. one looks interesting. Um, just there's just so much to look forward to. So I'm excited yeah. about it all. It's gonna be good. Agreed. All right, guys. I think that's all, I think it's our show. Okay. Guys, we uh, we're finishing out this year. Sorry for the big middle uh, emptiness, the yes. void of no nerds. But uh, I'll, I'll take the blame for it. Um, Jordan, Justin, thanks you guys for being on the show. Yes, of course, thank you. Thanks for yeah. having us again. Yeah. Uh, let's before we close things out, Justin, where can we find you on social media, man? Uh, I am everywhere at Justin is Theory. Not super active at the moment, but <laughs> you know, see some stuff in 2023. Yeah. All right, man. And you can find me everywhere at Jordan CRTV. And I've been super active. You have been very active, my friend. <laughs> so active. Yeah. Every time I open up anything, he's at the top of my feet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, well, guys, thank you all for listening to our podcast. Be sure to subscribe, leave a rating on your favorite podcast platform, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at, at AlwaysMarePod. And thank you for being a part of the conversation. And remember, there's always more than this. Bye, everybody. Bye. Always Norton. Let me try that one more time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's what? gonna be a good outtake. All yeah. right, here we go. Let's try it one more time. <laughs>